everyone. Uh, welcome to the very first episode of uh, Technology Looks Good to Me. We call it Tech LGTM. Uh, along with my co-host Preet, uh, Amol, and myself, Rishant. We started this podcast to discuss about technology, what's happening in technology, and mostly because of the recent, uh, like, how technology is changing very rapidly. In future, we will also try to invite some industry leaders and uh, talk about like how the technology is going to impact the future of people. And uh, let me introduce my co-host, Preet. Uh, I have worked with Preet for the last few years and uh, he's an engineer par excellence. He has worked for multiple startups and uh, has worked for even uh, top tier uh, Wall Street banks like uh, Goldman Sachs, JP Morgan and Morgan Stanley. He's currently, he's also co-founded uh, Flix along with me. And right now he's actually heading engineering for a FinTech startup in New York. Hey, Shashank. Thank you so much for that generous introduction. So uh, guys, I've known Shashank for a few years now. So he is what the tech industry uh, calls him uh, a startup specialist. So he has founded multiple companies in the past. Uh, his, uh, the list goes on actually, just to name a few. So he's also on the advisory board for a few startups. Uh, he's very active in the Forbes Tech uh, Council. Uh, he writes articles. So if you guys ha- haven't already checked him out, you should go check him out. Uh, and currently his most recent venture is Flex, where he is one of the co-founders and he's also serving as the CEO. Uh, and I've known Shishang for more than 25 years now. And um, I think he started working on initially company Pawar Labs, then started working on the Magical, Truffle, and now Flex. Um, I'm, I don't know anyone who has uh, as big grid as Shishang. So uh, I have covered a lot of good journey on the startup with him and uh, very impressed by his background. <laughs> yeah, uh, nice. uh, me and I will go back a lot and then we both have seen each other's journey, like a lot of failures and few success stories there, uh, but it's, it has been fun so far. Uh, lots of learning there, guys. I mean, I think this is the, the way it should be. And uh, thank you, Amol, for that. Uh, so guys, Amol, uh, let me introduce Amol. So Amol is a serial entrepreneur. He has uh, founded so many companies in the past. Uh, he has led the e-commerce space. Uh, he has also invested a lot of time in AR, VR, and even blockchain. So uh, just to give you guys an idea, so he, in 2016, he founded VR Commerce. So we're talking about 2016 when VR was, and AR was not even mainstream. Yes. So this guy has been leading uh, these technologies when people didn't even hear about them. Yeah, I always say, uh, there's a joke uh, between me and Amol. I always say, uh, he's ahead of the curve. Uh, by the time he leaves, uh, he sets the trend and then he leaves it. Like wh- when it becomes mainstream, Amul is out of the picture. He's moved on to something else. Uh, Slow it down, oh. Amul. <laughs> <laughs> let, let everybody I catch up. <laughs> wanted to add something about Amul is like uh, he has uh, worked very actively on blockchain companies and he has led uh, multiple ICOs for different companies. And right now he's working for an education tech company in Bay Area. Awesome. Thank you for a great introduction. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, so uh, getting back to the real reason why we started this podcast was because uh, we all have seen like how pandemic has actually accelerated technology and changed the whole uh, ecosystem and how 
there's a big divide between people who know technology and not know technology. And we want to actually bridge that divide by this podcast. Oh, absolutely, Shashank. I think uh, you've put it in a, a perfect way. I, I don't think I could have said it any better. But one thing that technology definitely does not do is discriminate between uh, like how old are you or how young you are. And so it's uh, it's very unforgiving, I would say. And now is the time where you have to decide which side are you on. Either if you don't join the right side, you're going to be left behind. Right? Yeah, yeah, totally. Like fighting technology is totally useless, actually. Like uh, there's a big saying, uh, if you can't beat it, then join it. So my advice to everyone is like, don't fight technology, adopt it, embrace it, and uh, be ready for the future because uh, there's a big digital divide already in the in the world. And this is going to get wider and wider if we keep fighting technology. So regardless of your age, gender, whatever it is, like embrace technology that's that's the only way and also technology needs to be more conscious about like how it can uh, not how it can actually uh, get more and more people involved in this way with the covid basically you can see that uh, right now so many people are employed only because of the technology space right um, if the internet was not there by now a lot of people would have been jobless um, so we all have jobs and basically are doing pretty good um, yeah. Then economic still sustaining very well. E-commerce is working um, only because of basically the technology advancement. So Amol, that is actually a very interesting point. Like so there, even after uh, when the US actually had a record high in unemployment, engineers were never in that end because they were they chose to be on the right side of technology. I think that's like the perfect example of which side of technology you should choose. That's true, and yeah. also I would say not not just engineers. Actually, if you look at it. Uh, like the businesses who have embraced technology, they have yep. been thriving and they look at their stock and everything like it's really thriving and their employees there, okay, who are employees who are actually using technology to further their career or the business, those have been thriving. Uh, only the old school where technology is not empowering that they have been struggling and they are actually struggling right now to adapt to technology because they have seen the businesses who are technology enabled actually getting uh, much higher growth for example like simple example i can give is like restaurants who are like they didn't adopt technology they were like old school like oh we have a good food and people will come and eat and that's that's what their business was and they were they were not caring about technology because they were very confident about their food which is totally fine but like what happened in a pandemic you can see that the businesses the restaurants who have switched their uh, model from in in uh in restaurant dining to yep. online delivery kind of stuff, they have been thriving now. Like some of the restaurants I know in my uh, uh, where I live, their business have doubled or even quadrupled just because they actually quickly changed and they actually leveraged and they advertised that, okay, uh, you want delivery, we can do it quickly and fa uh, very fast. So that's my take on it. Like it's not just about engineers. It's No, it's definitely not just about engineers, but you also made a very valid point where uh, it's not just about choosing which side you're on. It's also about how quickly can you adapt and be on the, and be on the right side. I think restaurants is the perfect example to that. Yeah, and also I think the COVID was slowed recently to some extent because the home delivery was possible, right? And a lot of people actually do not have the Instacart or these home delivery apps for getting the food or even grocery. Um, if all those people would have flocked to the grocery stores, the pandemic would have spread much faster. This was only possible because people adopted very fast or they were forced to adapt very fast with technology. Yeah. yeah. 
So yeah, I mean, like uh, with the, I will uh, actually go back to the point I was making about the fighting the technology and. So there's not always fighting the technology. There's always other kind of fights also now, which is going on. Uh, primarily, uh, I think we, we go, do you want to talk about the TikTok stuff? What's oh, up? absolutely. I mean, I, so guys, yeah. Uh, so coming back to why we actually wanted, what we actually wanted to talk about. We wanted to talk about TikTok. So if you guys don't already know what TikTok is, you're probably living under a rock. So, I mean, TikTok has been made, making a lot of noise recently. Uh, not recently, but in the past couple of years. But now, uh, because of uh, certain things that happened, I don't want to say it out loud, but uh, the TikTok belongs to, is uh, has a Chinese uh, owner. Yeah. So, Chinese. so, but uh, a lot of countries have started banning TikTok. Uh, because of uh, tensions with the countries or just because of uh, privacy issues and things like that. that. That's why they are kind of forced to sell out their business if they want to function in the States at least. So Mr. Donald Trump has given them uh, a deadline of somewhere in September and uh, they have to sell their business to a U.S. buyer. So Shashank, what do you think? Uh, what's going to happen with TikTok? So I mean like... Uh... I mean, definitely uh, some kind of sale is going to happen because they had, they need to uh, they establish a business and there are so many people there. But, uh, but recently, if you see, like, uh, I and I think most of us were surprised by Walmart getting into the picture where Walmart teamed up with Microsoft and they put a mm. bid. Uh, I mean, Oracle has done it. There are a couple of other uh, investment vehicles who are actually trying to take uh, TikTok. But uh, I think Microsoft and Walmart is actually leading the race right now. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen, but we were all surprised by like why Walmart is actually so much interested in TikTok. It's a, it's, it's a commerce, yeah. a retail store, which is actually uh, trying to become an e-commerce giant, uh, fighting with uh, Amazon. And suddenly TikTok, does it make sense? What do you think, Amol? Why are they? So basically, so yeah, the recent news today is that today is September 11th. Uh, the recent news today is that US government has told TikTok you may have to make a decision in four days to sell. 15th was deadline. Yes. Oh. So they are sticking to that particular date. Uh, <laughs> it's very interesting, definitely, that you know why Walmart uh, is interested in TikTok. And actually, to understand this whole uh, ecosystem very well about the social commerce, we have to take a step back. Why? Uh, what is happening in particular in China, right? There was a time when the U.S. was actually the forefront of technology and setting a trend for the whole world. But that has gone back now. Right now, the China is leading the whole trend. In case of China, the social e-commerce has picked up very, very fast. And it is basically uh, one of the apps called Yudongdong um, has become the second biggest uh, e-commerce e company, right? Right after the Alibaba. It has taken over JD.com. How does that work? Basically, if you want you, me and then... Uh, Shashank and the teeth wants to buy something together, right? And get a discount. And yeah. then the app gives you option to actually buy together and get a total discount. I'm just giving you one of these examples. There are so many examples in the China space where the e-commerce and the social angle has picked up very, very fast. And in US is just trying to catch up. And no one has cut the yeah. code. It totally makes sense, right? I mean, because uh, if you look at uh, these industry leaders, like the social recommendation apps or the social networks like Facebook and Instagram, they have, I mean, if you, if you, as you said, I mean, if you really take a look deeply, you would see that Instagram has navigated towards uh, checkouts, like 
uh, Insta checkouts and Facebook shops where uh, they are powering their e-commerce with uh, with e-commerce. I mean, th this is uh, brilliant. I mean, they already have uh, what they need to sell, and they if they build this ecosystem around it, they'll be super profitable. I think like what Amol said was like uh, like I want to add a little bit on that is like. Yes, I have seen that in, uh, in my experience also, like a lot of US companies have actually now looking up to China and looking at like how the tech, tech is actually evolving there. And a lot of companies have actually even like, I, I'm sure Facebook is not going to admit that, but they are actually deeply watching like how China uh, tech scene is actually working out and they are getting inspired by that, like social commerce. And it was no brainer anyways, actually to get social commerce involved in uh, uh, Instagram, because if you see when you create a platform where you empower users to create certain things, uh, people come out with different ways of like uh, doing things. And Instagram became a platform where influencers were actually promoting and peddling products. And uh, and like you can see like how unorganized this influencer marketing was, and it's getting organized now, slowly and slowly. And what are these influencers actually doing? They are always selling products that they're selling something. So 90 or 80 percent of these influencers are like into beauty products, into some kind of stuff they are wearing or fashion. Like clothes, fashion. Yeah, fast fashion is huge, right? On uh, these apps. So, so yeah, I mean, like that's where I think the social commerce is becoming a bigger and bigger piece and it's going to take over e-commerce will gradually become social commerce. Like it would be e-commerce, but social com commerce will be powering one majority of the e-commerce happening uh, across the platform. And uh, I'm glad yeah. we have Amol yeah. in this uh, podcast because he has done a lot of e-commerce exactly. stuff. Exactly. Yeah. PR commerce. Yeah. Uh, he was a uh, big lead in doing e-commerce stuff, powering a lot of uh, businesses. Uh, one of the big retail giants and they are here. Yeah, Amol has worked with it. So yeah, I mean, your values, your inputs are very valuable actually. Thank you, Shishan. I have, I think, few or five things basically that I see that is happening that is actually impacting the social commerce completely uh, or the whole industry, why that is moving. So first of all, for example, the biggest problem that most of the e-commerce trades in last 15 to 20 years, since the inception of the, the whole commerce thing was the fast checkout, right? And there was actually a funnel that actually people used to drop very, very fast. Um, and that's why you see in the Amazon, the checkout page is very one page because you, people, you don't want people to check, uh, drop out before the order is complete. Now, with kings of the this um, social media, you already have a lot of information in there. You have your card in there. You press one or two buttons. That's it. You buy the stuff, right? So you do not. The friction of actually creating an account in a new e-commerce is actually drops very very fast, or you're getting distracted uh, from something else in your different tab in your um, browser or any other app. Mm -hmm. because you are anyway spending a lot of time in the social media, right? So that's definitely one thing that I see is happening. Second thing I mentioned to you about the um, the group buying, which is actually really picked up in China. And we have yet to see in the single app actually picking up in US. It's a huge market yet to be grabbed. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people have tried that. I, I don't know why uh, it has not picked up yet. I think probably in the next few years, we'll see that going to happen uh, very soon. Right. The other thing that I have seen, which is happening in China, is the um, mini programs that WeChat has launched, right? So, um, you have basically any uh, small store, let's say in the um, very small village in China, they have, let's say eight MB of the uh, mini program. And then it's integrated with the WeChat and that has actually picked up a lot. Now that is driven by the barcode in China. 
So if you go to any place and then you scan that and immediately in the WeChat, that uh, thing pops up or that showing that particular store of a small village uh, owner, right? And then you can make the whole checkout very, very fast. And that is actually driving about 30 to 40% of the e-commerce in the China from the, from the WeChat itself. Again, we have yet to see that happening in the US or any other market as frequently as that. So mini program is also a big driver that Walmart and the Amazon and then even the Apple, they all are looking at yeah. this market and learning from it. But this also gives rise to these smaller vendors, right? Where uh, it doesn't really have to be Amazon, Walmart or these big players. Like Shopify has completely revolutionized e-commerce, right? Kind yeah. of. So uh, do you see a company like Shopify uh, tag onto something like that? where it ends up doing group buying and completely changes the game because it, it probably has a natural fit to something like this. Yeah, I do see that uh, Shopify actually a partnership with, with some other big companies. I think they did that with uh, Instagram or one of the other social media companies basically to drive the e-commerce. For uh, Shopify to actually build the whole social, social fabric from the ground up might be a little difficult task. That should yeah, not yeah. be their primary focus. Their primary focus to, is to actually make a vibrant checkout and then make the vibrant stores. So I do see that the partnership is definitely the way for the Shopify to go. So I, I, that, that brings me to that uh, why, why Walmart is actually looking at TikTok. Like, because they know, like same thing with Shopify would say is like, you're known for a particular kind of thing and then it's very difficult to change uh, change your like it's the one of the most difficult thing to do like you change your perception in front of people actually like if walmart let's say i'm just making uh, assumption like if walmart comes out with a social network out there in a in few months or a year, a year later you think people will be very excited about that and actually like join and create i mean adoption is very hard right like yeah. almost close to impossible like who wants to join a walmart social app I mean, so, not me. I, I'm not going to be the first people out there. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, like, that that's the reason I think, like, most of these companies don't go on the social route because people, like, like, like forget about Walmart. Like, Google is an online leader in stuff. They What happened in Google Plus, everyone knows that. We don't have to go in details on that. We know, like, they tried that. Even Apple tried with Ping, like a music social network. They were not able yeah. to actually get some traction or that kind of stuff. So, advantage of... TikTok, Snapchats, and Facebook, day one, they were social network. And they don't have totally. to be. And, and then they are actually moving on to the other e-commerce kind of aspect of stuff because people are spending a lot of time here and they know it for like, okay, this is the place where I uh, connect with my friends and family and I follow some influencers and some celebrities and everything. And then now it's a very gradual step that they're getting e-commerce involved in there. But it's very difficult the other way around. You cannot actually pivot to a social network after being a, totally hard, yeah. a giant. Yeah. yeah. So but this is in partnership, right? This is in Microsoft and uh, Walmart partnership. Yeah. What do you guys think is the role of? Yeah. What is Microsoft's role going to be in this? Like oh. uh, we talked about the commerce part of it, a total natural fit. But yeah. what about Microsoft? I think like. Uh, my take on Microsoft would be like uh, they are missing a lot of on the online space. They have not one product which is actually taking on. So that's their take on, okay, having, uh, if you remember a few years back or quite a few years back, actually Walmart, uh, yeah, well, Microsoft was trying, there was some rumors or probably they even tried to actually buy Twitter and the deal probably mm -hmm. didn't work out. Uh, I might be wrong maybe in that like but i think like they, they were actually looking at buying twitter uh so 
the point is uh, Microsoft is messing out on a lot of online stuff. So, and this is where they see the future uh, to have some presence there. And there are other things also, like they have big presence of Azure. So if you have Azure, TikTok moving everything onto the Azure, so their cloud services will get mature and more and more. Uh, uh, it could become a, I would say a trophy piece for them. Actually, they have, the, the, uh, Azure is powering TikTok. Then social commerce, of course, is a big thing, and everybody wants a piece of that. So to understand a little bit more, I think you're right, uh, because I think Walmart needs a technology partner, which is solid cloud partner to actually give the um, TikTok a solid footprint right, in the technology. And we have to also understand the uh, DNA of the Walmart from the beginning, inception, and what journey they have come so far. Walmart was known to be having a very good operations and supply chain, and then a very good footprint in the actual stores. They were not known to be a technology company. But after the Amazon, they did a very important pivot. They became, uh, they launched their online store, right? And now there are a lot of actually sales are going through the e-commerce. It is yeah. actually amazing that how yeah. much of the competition is giving to the Amazon now, right? And Amazon has Amazon Prime. They have their own competition on that, right? And now they have launched yeah, yeah. a one-day shipping. So now Amazon, uh, the Walmart has realized the importance of the uh, technology. And that's what they want to also, when they see that the, what is happening in China, they want a piece of it, right? And they see that, okay, you know what, what is the best way? What is the best way to actually accelerate that? They also see that Amazon does not have a social network. Yeah. Walmart getting into this first, yeah. give them a huge, huge edge right there. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So I see a complete natural fit. They will see that who is going to be the final buyer, but it's definitely very exciting. You know what, and like Walmart uh, is actually doing. Uh, sorry, Shisha, go ahead. Yeah. No, I was saying it's like uh, you know what, like uh, there, there's an old saying that if you cannot beat them, I mean, the, uh, it's a little different one than what yeah. I said before. <laughs> it's like uh, change the game. Like Apple was not able to beat Microsoft and PCs market. They changed the game by smartphones, introducing uh, iPod, and then going on the smartphones, and they were able to take over that market. Uh, yeah. You cannot beat Amazon in e-commerce, it's going to be very, very difficult challenge. So why not change the game? And I think this is a, might be a good strategy to change the game from e-commerce to social commerce and dominate on that. And then Amazon might be struggling to think like, what can I do with social commerce? Because they don't have any social fabric on Amazon. So yeah, and it could be just a try actually see like, okay, let's change the turf and that beat Amazon in the turf where they have no presence on it. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, Amazon is uh, actually Walmart. Speaking of Walmart, since we are talking about Walmart, is making a lot of noise right right now They're, with their recent uh, uh, same day offering delivery uh, things like that. Right? They introduced uh, uh, a yearly membership also. Yeah. So this is very interesting because they are they, as uh, Shashank because you said they want to change the game through social commerce, but at the same time they are also trying to beat or copy Amazon to some extent. Uh, so because they are losing a lot of traffic because of that, like yeah. they, they, they're using those, uh, they introduce cashless uh, or yeah, is yeah. that the right word guys? Uh, cashless? Cashless. Or cashless checkout, yeah, something like that. <laughs> so, yeah, I, mean, yes. checkout, I think like uh, the credit cards is already cashless checkout. So it's more cashier, a guy sitting there or the person sitting there and standing in the line. So what they are actually doing. So yeah, as, as Preet said, like Walmart is doing a lot of, uh, I mean, they have actually done, done a lot of innovation and they are like, I'm glad to see that they are actually embraced technology way faster than anyone could have thought about. They have, I think I'm all uh, 
he lives in bay area i have seen like walmart lab coming up in they open up a big office in uh, bay area just to attract the best and best engineers so that they can make something there uh one thing i want to point out with the, when they launched the walmart plus as a subscription model uh something similar to amazon prime uh minus the video i would say well, that cash cash cashier less thing uh, checkout stuff is uh, part of that uh, membership and i think they are actually taking baby steps towards actually they have seen now how amazon go uh, works without like you just walk into that store you don't have to talk to anyone you pick up the thing you don't even scan anything and you just put it in your bag and you're done and you just walk out please you and me have actually uh, tried it together yeah it's pretty amazing yeah uh, did it work well um the amazon no, like yeah. like we we are really everyone was hoping that we will uh, we will not get charged maybe we will yeah. actually uh, very experimental so you can hide it you can take a bottle but now they, they look at you they know who you are, who you are. <laughs> so we like some of the our guys are actually even trying to say let's take two things together and do something and yeah. break the system but surprisingly everyone got billed and we were all sad about that <laughs> now like we have to pay something for which we never wanted to buy <laughs> uh so yeah i mean they they i think walmart is taking baby steps towards that like with the with that cashless kind of thing where you can uh, pick up uh, stuff scan with their mobile app and then you can just walk out it's not as great as what amazon go has done but it's a, it's a great step the worst thing i've always when i've gone to walmart I, the thing i hated about about walmart was standing in line to buy my product like i will do my shopping for half an hour and then i'm spending another half an hour or 20 minutes to on standing on a checkout line because walmart is always crowded so, so what took them so long to come up with this uh the walmart <laughs> yeah i think so again uh, walmart when they opened the walmart labs everyone was actually expect, uh, speculative like is it going to be as good is it going to be as um smart as actually amazon in technology but everyone is surprised like the kind of actually adoption they have done in technology and kind of pivot they have done right being a traditional company uh, yeah. so now they have actually started looking into the other four frontier technologies and i think it's a definitely very good competition to amazon amazon is actually still uh, way ahead in the e-commerce yeah. but that gap is actually narrowing i'm trying to see that Ooh, interesting guys uh tiktok let's get back to tiktok uh sure so from tiktok i wanted to bring out the topic of like how tiktok what happened with tiktok in india anybody has want to take a take on that like what happened to tiktok in india i think everyone yeah knows. i mean a lot of uh, as soon as tiktok was banned in india uh there were so many copycat tiktok apps i, I like, just want to add a little bit on that is uh, by the way tiktok india was uh, i think the second largest uh, country for tiktok all over the world after china yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and china i think they have a different name not tiktok but tiktok if you just take as a tiktok then india was the largest country for tiktok and it just got it got banned uh, so yeah go ahead please yeah i mean exactly i mean what i was uh, saying is because of the tensions that happened between india and china so india actually said that put a ban on china that no chinese apps would be part of the india uh, play store anymore so yep. that actually gave rise to a lot of startups within a matter of uh, just a quarter or maybe even less we saw so many startups i mean it's just insane the number of startups that have come up uh yeah th- uh, just during the time period i mean uh, and guys you, you should tell us about the, like i'm sure check, uh, so guys 
so Shashank, are you on TikTok? If, if <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know whether Shashank is on TikTok, but he no. might be on TikTok. If you guys Actually, just check out Shanky Baba on uh, TikTok, I'm sure you're going to find a guy named uh, Shashank over there. So please follow him. I, I am not even sure that I have, like, did I create a TikTok account or not? But I know I have a Flix account on TikTok, uh, which I'm not regular at posting. Uh, but like, uh, Whenever I have gone on TikTok, actually, I've end up the, ended up wasting like 15, 20 minutes um, because of but their. Abol, <laughs> this is very interesting. So, do you know why why uh, why TikTok is called TikTok? Oh yeah, that's a good. Actually, question. I don't know. That will be very interesting to know. But, but the same thing happens with me whenever I open the TikTok and uh, I end up spending 20 minutes right there. Then I regret why did I actually open this app? It's that's the answer like, actually for the yeah. TikTok. You know, like exactly. Uh, yeah. When you open the app, the clock ticks. I know, I mean, it's tick, 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 and it's oh, gone. Time is gone. Right? <laughs> so, pretty amazing. I mean, because a lot of people don't realize that. But yeah. that was the rationale behind why it was named TikTok. TikTok, TikTok, and you spend Flies. minutes, hours. So, Preet and Shashank, you guys are all already working on your own social network for the uh, Flex, right? And yeah. then um, TikTok has been a very successful in this. You guys are working in a different domain altogether. Um, what is your thoughts basically in what it takes to, why is TikTok is so successful? Why people end up spending 20 minutes right there? What's their secret thoughts? What do, what do you think from your perspective? Uh, I can, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Okay. This always has to happen, right? It's a Let's do, uh, uh, video conference. Let's do rock, so, paper, scissors. You should go first. Rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> okay. Rock, paper, scissors. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> your, your turn. <laughs> okay. So, uh, the main part in TikTok, so, I mean, I want to give some background before going into this. Like, everybody, when Facebook was formed, uh, said nobody can beat Facebook. Like, this is the perfect social network. Then, uh, Instagram came out, Facebook ended up buying uh, Instagram and it, it kind of dominated. Then Snapchat also came out with another kind of social network because it was a bit different. And Twitter also, also exists. And when TikTok was there, uh, was, was coming out, people again said that you, you cannot really have another kind of social network. But TikTok changed the game, as Shashank initially said. Like, if somebody is dominating in one particular area, it's very hard to beat them. So you change the game and beat and create a new game and be dominate there. So that's exactly what TikTok did. That targeted the people who are uh, who like to be on front of camera, create short videos, and uh, it's mesmerizing. I mean, as you said, I mean, you, you you spend 15, 20 minutes look at other people doing different kinds of things. It could yeah. be good, weird, anything, but it's addictive. Like user short video content is king right now, and like yeah. every app is trying to do that. Hey, uh, Amol, do you remember, uh, let, let me, uh, let's accept a small quiz, uh, which was the first uh, short video kind of app? Um, I think, I know that Twitter launch, wanted to launch the Vine, right? Yes, and that, that, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. What, I'm, what I'm curious about is that... No, way way too short, actually. It was like probably, if I uh, remember the eight seconds. seconds. Eight seconds. Eight seconds, okay. Yeah, it's like, like a GIF, like a yeah, bigger I, GIF. Yeah. It was so the shortest video ever. <laughs> so, Vine short was, so Vine was very successful, which I understand. Um, but then Twitter somehow stopped it, right, for their own reasons. What I'm surprised about is that still the engagement numbers in the TikTok 
is way higher than, than the, what we see in divine, right? So uh, yeah. my take on that ahead. is actually, uh, Amul, uh, what Preet was saying exactly, like I want to just uh, add a little more detail into that. Like there are two things I, I personally like on TikTok is like what they have done an amazing job. The first is like they empowered the people to actually create a very, very good quality videos. Uh, that was, uh, they use AR pretty well. And they also did uh, invested a lot of things in that. Like you can create production quality videos. Uh, anyone, like regardless whether you are technology, you know technology or not. Like it was so simple to do those things that people, TikTok has created influencers from very, very small cities. They have barely bandwidth, uh, broadband in there as an internet and they're still doing TikTok there and then become uh, influencers. So that was one thing uh, they nailed really well. The second thing is, of course, like their awesome uh, recommendation engine. So uh, I think it's uh, one of the best one out there. Like how after watching just few videos, they know what, even if you don't follow anyone, you still get yeah, yeah. enough videos out there. They will see that of what you like and they will start uh, giving those videos that... Uh, what, uh, what does your recommendation feed look like, Tishant? Uh uh, a lot, lot of good, lot of good technology-related stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How technology is advancing? <laughs> All right, back to the topic. <laughs> so, so uh, another thing was like uh, with with this awesome recommendation system. What happened was like when I, if I want to, there was not even one single platform like TikTok where people created one video and they got million followers. Tell me one platform where one good video can get you a million, half a million followers. And TikTok did that. Their recommendation, yeah, yeah. they knew that Trishan might like this kind of video, regardless the person is wherever in the planet. I would see that. And and if I like the video, I'll follow. And they created, they promoted those kind of people actually who are creating great content. And they somehow, I don't know how, what the secret sauce is, like they know from the video or from the reactions and everything, and they propel it to make it, uh, make that particular video across uh, the planet that there so many people get followed very quickly in TikTok. Right, so I was reading the um, interview of the CEO of the um, TikTok, right? And two things actually stuck out. One thing is that he said that if I have to, he has to start again, probably he will not go the video route because video is very expensive. Very, very expensive. Right? <laughs> uh, second, second thing he mentioned is that every single post, uh, video which is posted on TikTok um, is given an equal opportunity to reach 100 views, right? And after that, it's had its own journey. It basically, wow. it's basically reaches 100 views very, very fast. It has yeah. a signal of basically going viral and then they promote it much, much harder. If actually reaches the 100 views, organically, uh, not that taking long time. So the catching the signal very early and then actually um, promoting that much bigger seems to be one of the reasons that they have cracked this thing, which we do not see that in other platforms. That's a great insight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. thanks for that. Like, uh, I see that why they would have done something like that. Like 100 is a sample size. They want to see whether the video is worth actually accelerating or not. That's yeah. really pretty yeah. awesome, actually. Like Very smart. Yeah. And uh, being uh, being on the, uh, the first point that you said, Amol, that video is expensive, but probably not right now. I mean, right now, TikTok is getting a, a pretty hefty evaluation. Yeah. I Absolutely. mean, right? I mean, now Absolutely. I think he probably is going to change his word. Like yeah, I, I, yeah. I can say like about the videos of like we, uh, like I don't want to take the name of the startup I was working on. Uh, uh, I co-founded that where we had video aspect of it, that video transcoding, storing videos and doing stuff is like, 
it's actually very expensive to have really good quality uh, kind of videos and then you have multiple video storage stuff. Storage was expensive before, now it's becoming cheaper. Yeah. But yeah. yes, uh, video is definitely an expensive game. Right. Few learnings from the TikTok story though, right? For everyone. Yeah, everyone. A lot <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Back. A lot. Back to India. Yeah, I mean, uh, what, I think Amol was telling us something about uh, a couple of startups, right? Uh, that uh, just has spun up uh, drastically in this short phase. Yeah, I think in India, I see that there were 21 unicorns and total valuation of these companies are close to 73 billion. So it's wow. very surprising that, you know, suddenly... Is this 21 in 2020? 21 billion, uh, 21 uh, unicorns in 2020? No, in general, all total. In right? general, right? okay. Unicorns. And the total valuation is close to 73 billion. Um, and for the short journey of actually India's startup, that looks a quite number of unicorns. Yeah, it's I know Shashank has been closely following the Indian tech market. I know he does a lot of yeah. research. He's up. Uh, he he's always on top of that. So I mean, <laughs> not that much, but yeah, whatever yeah. time you get. Uh, India is a space where I'm very very interested in. Uh, of course, being an Indian and. Uh, Really? I, I, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, I mean, like as you mentioned about the TikTok ban in India, it created a huge vacuum there, and you can see like uh, there's a lot of uh, apps which have come out, like uh, to name a few, Chingari was one of them, Mitro, which was uh, initially called as clone of uh, TikTok, and it even got got banned in Google Play just because there's some misunderstanding, or Google just said like, okay, it's, you you are just a clone of TikTok, but there's nothing different, so. But that yeah. was quickly, quickly uh, fixed and it's back and it caught, I think, how much? Like 25 million downloads so, so far or more than that. And they have raised decent amount of money, 5 million. Chingari, another app, raised like 1.5 million as a seed round. So, I mean, there's a huge space and a lot of apps are actually taking on that space. Uh, but I wonder what's going to happen if TikTok comes back because if the ownership changes or some other stuff happens, then maybe TikTok is going to be back. What do you think about it? I, think, I oh yeah, go ahead, go ahead, uh, Mo. Really? I think that 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 uh, TikTok train has left the station. I don't think basically it is going to come back to the market for the India for the current state of politics mostly, right? Uh, this is going to happen that it has multiple benefits for the Indian um, ecosystem. Right for other companies to flourish, that any government sees that. Um, so I think that is very difficult. But the, the ownership changes actually. Like what's happening in US, that might give an idea. Like okay, uh, because TikTok had has absolutely yeah huge number of users in India, and what I'm just making let's say uh, like the way Geo platform is buying everything. What if Geo buys TikTok? I'm just giving hint hint. No, I, I, actually that's a very interesting point because you see that all these apps that have come out they are not good they're not uh, like at par with tiktok you we have to realize that i mean they, they they're pretty average or below average apps and i don't want to say that uh, call them out but there is no comparison with tiktok i mean tiktok has set the bar very high i would give them a little bit of uh, that like they just, most of them just started and they just raised some uh, funding so i think they have a short amount of time that um, they should be happy that they have that window of opportunity and with yeah. the money they have raised i'm hoping in next 3 to 6 months uh, these apps would be as good as tiktok or even better than tiktok if they can but even okay. if they are as good as tiktok then there's a huge scope for them actually but now at this point of time it's basically a timing game right if tiktok comes back before and these other apps are not able to come at par 
with uh, the experience that they provide or you think uh, it would be uh, people in india are still not going to adapt uh, tiktok even after uh, seeing a us or indian buyer yeah it will be very difficult to shake off that because it was uh, in us is a different in india it has become more of a, it will be still be looked at as a chinese app it will be very difficult and expensive way to actually make over that uh, name so maybe yeah. be, it would be interesting space to watch actually i think the right now the position of the indian people and then also the government looks like basically being very negative against the chinese apps right so if it when if it comes back maybe rebrand a little bit it has a good chance there too but if it sells its technology to one of these companies right yeah yeah that would yeah. be the game changer because uh, that actually the algorithm is like everyone is looking forward to uh, to to just build the um video transcoding and things like that and then uh, create that particular filters possibly is possible but everyone understand that the algorithm is the main thing here absolutely Ooh. and this is the first time that uh, and uh, probably not the first time but you guys can tell me that uh, china has uh, historically banned all other apps in china so this is uh, a kind of the reverse thing happening with china right like chinese apps have are kind of try to dominate in other spaces like alibaba also is very successful in other parts also in sub parts yeah, yeah. so but now uh, this is uh, the first time that a chinese app has been being banned from so many places so how is that going to uh, affect things like do you think this is the end for chinese tech in the rest of the world and it's going to be confined to only china so i don't think it would be an end for chinese tech uh, i think chinese tech is more and more is going to dominate tech uh, regardless what you say uh even if with the geopolitical situation ac- across the world what i have seen there's a willingness from chinese entrepreneur that they might even uh, if uh, they might even actually uh, switch their headquarters from china to to some other countries actually they might start forming chinese uh, chinese company but they are actually originating from uk europe somewhere or even us yeah. yeah yeah totally i think more than um, the a propagation of the chinese app into the other markets i'm more interested in the investment of tencent and the other companies into the other startups which yeah. is actually home grown in the india mm-hmm. or the us right <laughs> yeah because so that is that is basically a talent way of uh, still being and grabbing the uh, <laughs> the pie right and that is yeah. what going to happen and we saw that happening and um, india did kind of ban that also but um that would be much difficult right? yeah in what india did was mm. actually they put a ban on they didn't put a ban but they say uh, if china has to invest in indian companies it has to get a clearance from you the indian government, government. in the yeah. government so they put a barrier yeah. to entry kind of stuff that okay india indian government is going to approve each and every investment from china so but if you, if india government actually try to ban every app in india uh, which have chinese investment so probably that would be like 90% of the apps out there totally yeah. the companies will be banned so because every like in the chinese entrepreneurs have actually put a lot of money in india chinese vcs have put a lot of money in india so shushank and please a difficult question for you and you don't have also that Ooh. right now right okay <laughs> so we'll take notes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if if a um, in if a chinese company actually is interested in actually investment into flex what yeah. would be your decision oh i mean uh, i mean depends actually like, ahead, like uh, <laughs> there would be there would be like a uh, like we are us based uh, right now the headquarters in us and we are actually looking towards uh, expanding our presence in india uh, so legally there is no ha- uh, hurdle on us to do that 
but practically we might have to definitely give a serious thought about it like okay if okay. if we get affiliated with that and is it for the business and stuff uh, like if we want to dominate the indian market then is that that going to be uh, harm us more than actually help us so i i don't have an answer yet for that like when the situation arises then we'll yeah, it was a difficult question i'm all <laughs> i know and no thanks thanks for answering that i know it's a very difficult question and especially for the uh, where you guys are incorporated and which market you guys are initially yeah. talking for you makes you very unique position to actually have answer at this point of time and Six months uh, back i would have not said, i would have said yeah why not like if they provide uh, uh, the capital and uh, some expertise about that like especially on the uh, uh if there's some synergy somewhere then why not right now we'll have to give a serious thought because of the geopolitical situation there absolutely i mean because i mean if you look at these stock companies amol in uh, india the food delivery app zomato or zomato i mean <clears throat> they have a very big investment from china like a pretty big arm yeah so the government is actually stopping like if you have already got the investment of course it doesn't make any sense to actually ban that kind of app because they're still in india like the companies is india based india based yeah uh, india based and there is uh, like all the data and everything is in india so india can still can have a bigger control over those companies with regulation and stuff uh but going forward is going to be difficult for indian companies to raise money from china right so i think the, india has around 21 unicorns by 2020 i bet almost all of them have the china china yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then uh, a lot of yeah uh, even the fdi if you look at that like how much fdi has happened in this pandemic in india so the tech scene is booming in india uh 20 billion dollars was invested in first three months of pandemic like uh, if you go march april and may 20 billion dollars fdi happened in india like companies like google facebook and all the big uh, companies were actually investing in indian companies and they have taken but didn't jio take a big portion of that uh, yeah 50% does that like 50% yeah yeah <laughs> the other shit i'm seeing in india is that after this china um, investment ban also to some extent and then app ban it's a lot of venture funds in india are starting to raise bigger funds right because yeah. now they see that uh, the startups will not be stopped technology will not be stopped but these venture funds have to invest in these companies so um, a lot of people have faith in this indian based venture funds uh, home grown so that is also very good for I the think, uh, that would be a nice topic of discussion for the next podcast Oh, absolutely! Uh, yeah, we have. Uh, so, guys, like, uh, I think, like, uh, we have discussed a lot uh, in first episode, and I, we will. Uh, I mean, if you need to subscribe to our channel, if you want to hear more about us, uh, send us some uh, ideas what you guys want to talk. And if you are interested in participating in this, we are open to it. Uh, if you have some good thoughts to share, you can join our next net pod, next podcast. Absolutely. and uh, make sure to follow the hashtag hashtag tech lgtm yeah technology looks good to me what about you guys <laughs> you guys okay signing off guys signing off. Uh, see you soon take care have a good weekend bye bye bye